Elizabeth, and I'm a Sagittarius. Hi, I'm Kimmy, and I'm a Gemini. And together we are Sister Signs. So this episode is going to be part two of our Hot Astro Summer, where we talk about the best signs to hook up with for your zodiac sign. And again, we're talking mainly about sun signs, so if you want to just pay attention to your other placements or the rest of your chart, feel free. But this is mainly sun signs, because that's what most people know about. So this episode, we're going to be doing Libra, Scorpio, Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces. So the second half of the Zodiac. And then we're also going to be talking about Cancer season, which is going on right now. And a few Cancers that we know in real life. So without further ado, I'm going to be leading the episode. Kimmy, feel free to jump in at any moment. Libra, I feel like, is one of those signs that is like really flirty and really shallow but just because they're flirty doesn't mean that they're gonna be like out there hooking up with random people partly because they can't make up their mind (laughs) for sure but if they were to have a hot girl summer Aries is good for a one-time hookup because they have good physical attraction but they're not ever gonna form a deep connection And then Libras do really well with other Libras. They're going to have a good sex life, but they play too much. And they're both flakes, so they're probably going to end up cheating on each other. So that's why they're only good for hookups. Yikes. (laughs) And then Capricorn would also be a good one for hookups because they can be attracted to each other. But the thing about Libras, I'm not trying to be mean, but they always want a lot of attention and compliments and Capricorns don't. Like, they're not going to do that. And also, like, Libras tend to be social butterflies, so they're really fun to go out with. But Capricorns are, like, they're more like loners, like homebodies, so they don't feel like they have to go out to have a good time. So that's where they get butt heads. So again, maybe just, like, a one-time thing. And then they could hook up with Taurus, but it's the same thing with Capricorn, where they would be, like, sexually in tune, but they have nothing else in common. And then I was just noticing a trend with Libras, like when I was reading about like who they could be attracted to and stuff is a lot of the issue is they have a hard time with commitment because they are thinking that something better is always coming. Interesting. But the irony is Libras are a really good match for Sagittarius. And Sagittarius is everyone jokes about being one of the harder signs to get to commit and pin down. Do you think that's because they're both hard to pin down? Maybe. Yeah, like, they both understand each other. Yeah. And it's because there's that understanding, like, and they both like to have fun. Libra is a very fun sign, so. Agreed. So, Scorpio is one of those signs that, like, people always, like, the stereotype is, like, Scorpio is a very, like, sensual sign, so they have a lot of chemistry, but... They also like to be in control, so a lot of their compatibility does hint to, like, either extreme, like, long-term relationships or one-sided relationships or, like, people, like, run in the opposite direction from Scorpio. But for their hookups, I'm going to say Taurus because they have a good sexual chemistry, but it's not going to be good for long-term because Scorpio will want to be in control and Taurus will not let them. And then Sagittarius. I think this is more like an opposites attract type of energy. 
Mm-hmm. But maybe if they have an earth moon or something to balance it out, <laughs> they could have some fun together. And then I would say Gemini. Geminis are always going to be fun at first, but they don't like to be held down or have like their sparkle dulled. And I feel like Scorpios can be like possessive and jealous. Absolutely. Of their, you know, how they're a social butterfly and like they have a very magnetic personality. So they would be the type of person that would tell Gemini, like, we're not going out tonight. Mm-hmm. Or why do you look so good tonight? But as an insult. <laughs> yeah, disgusting behavior. And I know because I've had several flings with Scorpios and that rings true. Yeah, you guys have good energy, but then they're just going to keep you in a little box. That, but I also, I don't like how controlling they are. For instance, there's this one guy that I was seeing for like maybe a week and a half or two weeks when I was living in Dallas, and I had just gotten Nico at that time. Nico is my nickname for my car. I had just gotten Nico, my little Corolla, and he drove a Mustang or something, and we were going to get food, and he wanted to drive my car just to see what it was like, and I was like, okay, and I was right down the street, so I thought it was fine, and he was being such a jerk the whole time about my car, and I and then being rough with my car, I was like, stop, chill, he's a Corolla, like, relax, and then the other, my stalker is a Scorpio, he's not really that, a stalker anymore, Scorpios yeah. are the sign most likely to be a stalker, mm-hmm. oh, I definitely believe that, because he was the one who got mad at me, because I was hanging out with my friends, and he was like, how disrespectful of you. Yeah, they're very possessive of your Oh, time. I hate that. You. Yeah. yeah. Okay, sorry, continue. <laughs> so, uh, that's enough for Scorpio. I feel like this episode is going to be so mean. I've just been in a mood lately. I've been in a mood, too. <laughs> I think it's cancer season. But So, for Sagittarius, I'll put a disclaimer out there. Sagittarius can get along with anyone, just about anyone. So... The signs that I think they would have the most fun with would probably be Gemini, Leo, Aries, and other Sagittarius. And they all have one thing in common, which is they like to be, they like to have fun and not be tied down. So they could have a hot girl summer with anyone, but it would just be best with the signs that would let them go ahead, let let them Mm -hmm. go ahead and have their fun. And then at the end of it, it is what it is, still friends, whatever, like no hard feelings. That's what Sagittarius really wants where it can go wrong they need to stay away from cancer virgo scorpio and pisces why because they're all cling wrap they will get too attached and when sagittarius ghosts them their feelings will get hurt Mm -hmm. and they cannot handle it i don't know if you agree with this statement but i know a couple sagittarius men and i feel like they are notorious for ending things on such a nice even note that they could easily just open that door back up it's by design because like Sagittarius are a mutable sign so even though they're like blunt and can say some mean things like they're likable at the end of the day they have like the natural charm and so like when I mentioned Gemini, Leo and Aries and other Sagittarius like they get it because they have that same energy but the other signs like they're like they're very deep and emotional so when they like Sagittarius they don't understand why Sagittarius just wants to move on Mm -hmm. like they don't understand that there's like an expiration date to whatever they have going on as a Gemini sun with strong Virgo placements and a Venus in Cancer not the Venus in the cancer. Venus in can- which we'll talk about when we get to the cancer portion. Oh my god, I let the Sagittarius play with my feelings for on and off for two years. 
just would come in and out of my life and would act like the best boyfriend for a weekend even though we were not dating yeah yeah so that's something to keep in mind moving on to capricorn so capricorn is another one of those signs where they don't have a lot of other signs that i would consider as like hookup potential because with capricorn it's either stay away from them or you're in it for the long haul but i think the closest we could possibly get for them to have a hot girl summer would be cancer and that's because they have the opposites attract energy but both of those signs are the least likely to have a lot of hookups and that's just because they get attached too easily and they just want to be very serious with their partner and then i put sagittarius i threw that in there because at the beginning they'll have good chemistry but the capricorn will get annoyed by a sagittarius and this will be the one (laughs) This will be like one of the few earth signs that they're like, no, go, just leave. (laughs) Like, I'm done. Whereas I feel maybe Virgo and Taurus wouldn't be so, it wouldn't be so easy for them to kick out a Sagittarius. But Mm -hmm. Capricorns, no, we're done. Can't handle you anymore. Oh my goodness. But I just feel like overall hookups would be hard for Capricorns because like I said before, they want the stability and they want a mature and responsible partner. And then... When I was just looking at it, a lot of their compatibility revolved around signs that they had long-term partnerships and potentials with. So I didn't want to put that in our little hookup blurb. Yeah, so, so really they've got cancer and Sagittarius. <laughs> but to be honest, Capricorn's not going to really be out in the club. If their friends dragged them out, if yeah. they had a Sagittarius rising maybe, but <laughs> you're not going to find them out. So that's my opinion on the subject. So moving on to Aquarius, so I feel like they would match really well with Aries, Gemini, Leo, Libra, Scorpio, and Sagittarius for all of the above reasons that I mentioned about Sagittarius is because they all have similar things in common. And I threw Scorpio in there because they do have, according to your book, they have good sexual chemistry, so I threw that in there, but I don't think that a Scorpio would go so far as to like stalk an Aquarius because they're like, nah, these people are weird. (laughs) So I think Aquarius would be safe from the Scorpio stalking. But I do want to throw out there, Aquarius should avoid at all costs Taurus, Capricorns, and Cancers. Okay. Yes, and I will explain. So obviously Taurus and Capricorn are both Earth signs, Mm -hmm. and Aquarius is very like logical but at the same time like they like to have fun but more in an aloof ambivalent way and Taurus is more on the controlling side and Aquarius is more on the freedom loving side so those automatically butt heads and then the same with Capricorn and then with Cancer they would just get too attached and then I feel like Aquarius is so detached unless they have some water placements in their chart maybe a cancer venus they'd be fine but for the most part like aquarius would hurt cancer's feelings straight up wait this reminds me of megan the stallion who's an aquarius yeah because did you see her ex i forget his name but he like wrote and performed a poem for her oh yeah she aquarius don't like public displays of affection Mm -mm. she quickly moved on she was quickly photographed at a wedding with someone else i'm telling you that's typical aquarius that's so funny and don't get me wrong like aquarius can be very deep but i don't think it's like romantic type of deep like they 
it's a different, like, more, like, philosophical, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like an airy, dreamy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the last one is Pisces, and we slander Pisces. But, so Pisces, they're more on the sensitive side, of course. So I paired them with Cancer, Scorpio, Sagittarius, and other Pisces. And I also think that Pisces have a hard time hooking up. I feel like Pisces are also the sign most likely to end up being strung along in a situationship that they wish was a relationship. Now that's some tea right there. Because in their mind, in their little dream world, they have like their perfect relationship built up and they're like, yeah, I really like this person, but they don't want to be serious with me. But maybe if I act like we're serious, like something will come of it. So they'll just keep getting strung along and then the person will just keep taking advantage of them knowing that Pisces is not going to do anything or leave them or whatever. I'm not saying Pisces is weak. I'm just saying that they would rather believe, like, they would rather be delusional. That sounds really mean. No, I think that's fair. I was actually, the reason I was sending you all those photos last night was because I was cleaning out my album and I came across page one of three of a love letter from my Pisces ex-boyfriend. Oh, man. <laughs> he was oh, literally, and we had been broken up for months at this point. And in the letter, he's talking about how I'm still the first thing he thinks the delusion. of. And the last thing before he goes to sleep. He's and in a one-sided situation. If he's not, I got a girl, you in another state. <laughs> and he, well, he, I don't even think he's dated anyone since we broke up. And we broke up in freaking That's what I was 2019. Saying. Nah, I got a girl. You dating someone else. He did send me a sweet, a nice, short and sweet birthday text. Unnecessary. We still say happy birthday to each other. I, I would still... never say happy birthday to an ex. I also feel never like... Never did. <laughs> really? No. He, he's the only one that I have a decent relationship with. That's how you with. know I'm a Sagittarius. <laughs> of course. No, but it just made me laugh because he was talking about how, how deep the mark is that I put on him. I kid you not. Like, I could pull up the letter. It's comical. It was sweet, but just... Like I said, we slander Pisces, but I there are Pisces that I really like, and I think the part of me that gets upset is when I do see them being mistreated, but at the same time, I'm like, you are in control of your own life. You're putting yourself in this situationship. The other person has made it very clear they don't want commitment with you, and you're just okay with the scraps they give you? The day that he gave me that letter, we had gone to get lunch, and I, like, insisted on splitting the bill, like, I didn't want him to pay for me, and I told him, I was like, I really don't see You anything. were trying to set a boundary. Yes, and he still handed me the three-page, handwritten <sighs> letter. After I told him. And so then I had to send an awkward text, hey, I read your letter, and I'm really sorry I don't feel that way anymore. I hate like, when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> he even mentioned at the beginning of the letter, he was like, it's a lot easier this way, more relaxed. That was his intro of why he wrote it in a letter. Probably because he would start crying if he <laughs> told you to your face. Okay, enough with the Pisces slander. Let us know, give us feedback on what you think if we covered your sign in this episode. I feel like we got some pretty interesting feedback yeah. from our part one. <laughs> Tell me, oh wait, did they? were they okay with you sharing? I think so. Yeah, it's not like a, a ton of detail. I'm not going to list the names of the people or anything. <laughs> but no, one of my really good friends from back home told me that she was listening to it. Because I texted her while I was working on my notes. Because mm-hmm. she's a cancer. And 
was like, hey, I'm thinking of you, hope you're doing well. And then she started talking to me about the podcast and saying which episode she liked. And then today, apparently she listened to our brand new episode, part one. And she, what did she say? I need to pull it up. I don't want to misquote it. Because she's a cancer. She's a cancer. And I've known her for years now, probably six or so years. But let me find the text really quick. I thought it was funny when you sent it to me. <laughs> she said, I could never make it in my flings. They always broke my heart. Haha, <laughs> I gave them too much of me. And then the emoji of the single tear, like half smile, and then the oh, laughing, crying that's such emoji. That's a cancer thing to say. And it, it's true, though, because she's amazing. Like, so many people were very interested in her, but whenever it comes, and we'll talk about this too, but like when a cancer falls for someone, they fall hard. And so it's really up to them to. And that's why I said yeah. cancer and Aquarius, no go. Avoid at all costs. Mm -hmm. That would be a terrible match. (laughs) But yeah, so that was a good segue into cancer season. We have quite a few cancers that we know personally. I have a lot of mom friends that are cancers. One of my favorite TikTokers, Hello Teffy. Oh, she's cancer? She's a cancer. That makes sense. I think she has a Virgo moon too, so you probably really like her. I do really like her stuff. I haven't watched it in a while. But the one thing that I really like about cancers is I feel like they have really good intuition I don't know if it's because they're ruled by the moon, but they do really well socializing in like small groups so they can create like intimate relationships with the people and they create their own little social circle and they're also very creative and I feel like they're like like one of the more optimistic signs. But what's so funny, like saying that they they like small groups is we both are part of a walking group in Omaha and the person that founded it is a cancer so I think that's really interesting that's something that like instead of going out to a bar to meet people or like a huge social gathering like she made her own walking group Mm -hmm. I don't think we've ever had more than like 20 people 25 people not like saying like it's a bad thing but it really does like when you're walking you can only talk to two or three people at a time so it really gives you a chance to like get to know people and learn more about them and you're still like in a big group but it still feels intimate Mm -hmm. and then you keep seeing the same people over and over the more that we go on the walks we have like regulars and I think it's interesting that it was a cancer that put that together yeah and shout out to her too she's awesome yeah we really like Megan but the theme that I wrote down for cancer season is it's a time to connect for people that are most important to us and listen to our intuition and that we can learn a lot by paying attention to our emotions which for someone with a Sagittarius sun and a Capricorn moon that's really hard we're only what two days into cancer season yes well one one or two depending on how you depending on how you cut it yeah and cusps and all that I was filled with rage all morning but it could also just be that I'm PMSing I've been filled with rage all week. <laughs> I don't want to say. Came to work angry on Tuesday. But yeah, so Cancer is June 21st through July 22nd. And they are the fourth sign in the zodiac, represented by the crab. <laughs> Which the book that I was reading talks about how Cancers will sometimes sidestep like a crab to get. <laughs> 
to get to where they're not to get to where they're going physically but just like in a conversation or situation yeah I noticed that to be the case one of my bosses when I first moved here she's a cancer and she is such a nurturing person like she always went out of her way to take care of me and she was sweetest sweetest person you'd ever meet but she if she needed to be tough she would be tough not to me but if people were like being rude or she felt like you know her team was being mistreated she would definitely get that hard shell on her and stick up for us and I appreciated that but at the same time like she was like we were her little babies that's why I think I mentioned it before I love having cancers as a boss because they just treat you so well I don't think I've ever had a cancer boss unfortunately but I can see how that'd be nice just them taking care of you and protecting you mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. a nice feeling especially because I feel like oftentimes at work you just have people not attacking you they'll question your work or right. they'll just come at you sideways when and they could just come at you directly mm-hmm. um, so that's why I feel like that'd be a good I love a boss who will back me up yes Not if I'm wrong, of course, but if I'm right, yeah, stand up for me. I don't like bosses that automatically assume that you're wrong. Oh, definitely not. Yeah, so I would like it if, like, my boss would be like, hey, let me look into the situation, and then they do, they talk to the team, figure out what's right, and then make their decision based off of that. Because I also don't like bosses that are just like, no, my people are perfect, they can never do no wrong, Mm -hmm. because that's also frustrating. Yeah. But what notes do you have on cancer, Kimmy? I wrote in a couple different sections. Uh, I wrote, like, cancers when it comes to love. How the good part is that they're very feeling and loving, so it's really Mm -hmm. easy to connect with them emotionally. But the bad side is that they can potentially be possessive and sometimes misleading, too. Like, they're really good at pretending. Emotional manipulation. Yeah. To get their way. But yeah, like, we've talked about it in almost every episode. There's, like, the light and the dark side mm-hmm. of each sign. If they're not a balanced or aware person, that love could turn into something crazy. And then to go along with that, they're typically very affectionate and kind as long as they get their way. And then if they don't get their way, that's then when... The, then the claws come out. Yeah. <laughs> the little pinchers. no the cancer friend that I was just talking about she got married last fall too so it's really nice to see that she's really made a home with physically of course but then also with her new husband it's nice to see their relationship but and then friends we both have a lot of cancer friends but they're very patient and dedicated and I always think of Sophie when it comes to that because I am not a great texter I have to either text you the very moment that I'm thinking about it or it'll two weeks will go by and I won't even time blindness yes out of sight out of mind yes that's exactly me but Sophie will always text me and and check in and so now whenever I'm thinking of her I try to do the same just because Mm -hmm. she's always that like there and she doesn't care how long it's been she's always willing to check in with me or answer the phone if something's going on and I call her so I really appreciate that part of it and with that like I said communication isn't essential to a cancer sign But if you are thinking of them, a text goes a long way or just a small little gift or whatever it is that you want to show your your friendship, they would mean a lot for them. And I did put that the bad side of cancer friends is that they can be nosy and needy at times. And I was also thinking about the whole cusp, Mm -hmm. especially the cancer Leo cusp that we talked about in the cusp episode that was really prevalent. I've experienced that firsthand. Yeah, the attention. Yes, because they like to have one really good best friend. Mm -hmm. 
that's really a cancer trait. They need that one solid person that they can always go to. And I think we see that too with Taylor Swift and Selena Gomez. And mm-hmm. Selena Gomez is the cancer. But yeah, I see that too. And I had I was also going to throw in a little cancer moon thing cuz we we know two cancer moons. Yes, we do. I guess no, three with Megan cuz Megan sent yes. us her chart. Our younger sister, Stephanie, and then Elizabeth's husband, Cody, they're both Cancer Moons, which cracks me up a lot because I feel like they bicker whenever <laughs> whenever mm-hmm. Stephanie's in town. But Cancer Moons are very sensitive, but also intuitive. And then they're personable, but they can also be anxious, but also very sassy. And I think that's very true for our younger sister. She's mm-hmm. so sassy. Yeah. I just know that it's something that's so funny for the dynamic for me and Cody is my Capricorn moon and his Cancer moon. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Which I mean there's both like positive attributes and I think we've worked on like bringing out the strengths in each one. But yeah, I can be ruthless sometimes. <laughs> I know, I witness it sometimes. It's funny to me. <laughs> so I was telling Kimmy earlier before we started recording that when I was doing research using her book It talked about, like, Sagittarius and Cancer, like, what their romantic compatibility with. And one of the lines was, without even being aware of it, blunt Sagittarius wounds sensitive Cancer at every turn. (laughs) Not just sometimes, every turn. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And sometimes I say things, and other people will get it. Other Sagittariuses, other Aquariuses, they'll get it. They'll know I'm joking. Cancer, no. (laughs) They're sensitive. So what happened was, one of the... One of our younger people in the office had a birthday and I didn't know that it was their, I didn't know they were in the car, first of all, or that they were going out for a birthday lunch. But I called one of my friends and I was like, hey, I'm really hungry. Have you guys left for lunch yet? What's the plan? And she was like, oh, we're trying to figure that out right now, but no one knows how to make up their mind. And I was like, okay, what what are you guys thinking? What are the suggestions? Because I'm starving. I can't eat anything. And they were like, we talked about this, we talked about this, we talked about this, but it's all no. And I was like, well, let's go to the Greek place. And one of the girls, oh no, Hernandez doesn't like the Greek place. And I was like, okay, kick her out of the car and pick me up and we'll all go out to lunch. And they're like, no, we're going out for her birthday lunch. And I'm like, okay, then she needs to make up her mind. I was like, and then I started thinking in my head, like, okay, what restaurants does she like? Because we have gone out to eat together. And I was like, does she want this place? Does she want this place? I know she likes this place. And I was, like, trying to force the decision because, one, it's, like, 12.45. I'm ready to eat. Like, we should have been eating, like, an hour ago. And she finally was, like, oh, let's go here because, like, I forced her into it. And then I get in my car and I start driving. And then they call me back. They're, like, actually, no, she wants to go to this place. And I'm, like, how did I know she was going to pick that place? I knew it because she likes that place. And then when we get there, I find out that she's not even hungry. I'm, like, why are we going to a birthday lunch for you if you're not even hungry? She would probably she probably ate a lunch at eleven, and then they were like, "Oh, let's do a birthday lunch." And she's because she's a Leo Cancer cusp. She's like, "Yeah, I want to be the center of attention. Let's go," but I'm not going to tell you what I want to eat, and Wait. I'm also going to turn down every suggestion that you have. Leo Cancer isn't she Gemini Cancer? Gemini Cancer. Interesting, Gemini Cancer. You're right. I'm bad at math. <laughs> Wait, you got to say the part about what you said after because I feel like that's the most Sagittarius thing to the restaurant and we're sitting down and I look at her and I'm like okay I'm sorry for bullying you but 
I feel like this was a very character building moment for you. So you can learn how to make decisions. I cannot believe you said that to someone on their birthday. <laughs> that hurts me. <laughs> Look, there's so many things. And this person, like, is, like, very... I don't know if timid's the right word for it. Just walk around looking like a lost little puppy. And something about that really annoys me. <laughs> it's your Capricorn moon. It's my Capricorn moon. I'm like, get it together. Come on. I don't like it when females look weak. Come on. Pull out the knife hand. Come on. Oh my gosh. <laughs> There's this TikTok video. I follow this Army National Guard recruiter. His name is like Butterworth or something, Sergeant Butterworth. And one of, a private walks in and he's like, hey man, what's up? And then he like slowly pulls his hand out of his pocket and he's like, shing, like the knife hand. And then the guy goes to parade rest and he's like, oh, sorry, Sergeant, how are you today? That's me in the office. Oh my goodness. Don't, hey man, what's up me? Oh, before we finish the cancer part, I wanted to talk about my cancer placement. And I call Venus part of the big four just because I feel like knowing how you love and how you like to be recognized is really important because it's very eye-opening. And I actually have the same venus and cancer placement that my boss has and we're so similar to if we're working hard and you try to question us or act like we're not working hard enough like we get so just frustrated but my venus and cancer is really rough and it's something that i keep having to remind myself of now that i'm in a committed relationship because i can tell that since i am so invested in my relationship i'm super clingy I am like worried all the time. I like have to be reassured in some form, whether that's like physical or like verbal or something, I need that. And if you have a Venus in Cancer placement, you most likely need to feel loved, but you also need to feel needed. And you also need recognition for what you're doing, as well as feeling safe and having emotional stability. But you also, in addition to that, need someone that you can love and nurture. And I do find myself often wanting to do that, especially... Yeah, you want to care for the people yeah, that you're in a relationship definitely. with. Yeah, definitely. Josh tells me he's sick, I'm like, okay, what can I bring you? Yeah. And vice versa, we take care of each other for sure. Yeah, but, but for cancers, or cancer placements as well, I think, like, the nurturing and protective aspect comes a lot easier, because mm -hmm. that's in their nature, and it's, like, such a strong instinct that they have, and a lot of times, like, if you have a prominent cancer placement or multiple placements, you're seen as, like, the mother or father of your social circle. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's just, for you to say that's just, is a hallmark of the trait or of being a cancer. And then being clingy, it's you have that moodiness and emotional vulnerability. And then when you're with someone that you trust, that shell comes down. But at the same time, if you don't get that reassurance, like then the claws come out. Oh yeah. And then that's where the moodiness comes into play and you can like, start fights and stuff like that because you just don't feel like you're being appreciated enough no and that's happened that happened to me this past weekend and i had to be like what are you doing but and that's also part of it is that venus and cancer placements they have to control their tendency to sulk or get moody like you said mm -hmm. when they feel rejected and i was thinking about this because i was reflecting back on how i've been previously i'm like i'm not always clingy or 
super duper invested and that's because typically whenever I've had my series of flings I've been in probably 10 times the amount of flings compared to the people I've actually dated seriously and they are typically more invested in me and I'm just feeling it out and I'm not super invested which is why I just leave before it gets to that point and so I found that kind of interesting for me to be like okay if Josh is having a bad day I can't let that convince me that our relationship is failing yeah but I also think that goes along with like your intuition so cancers have really strong intuition some say psychic abilities but they they have that really good gut instinct which guides them in like the decisions that they make and like understanding situations and then along with that they can really pick up on subtle energies and emotions but I think the thing that cancers could probably work on or be conscious of is just because it's a negative energy or emotion doesn't mean it's a negative energy or emotion directed towards you yes it could just be another situation and you're picking up on it and then your instinct to want to fix it it may not be something in your realm that you can fix like you can just be supportive like shoulder to cry on unless you're the capricorn then they won't cry (laughs) but like maybe the only thing that you can do is provide them with reassurance but you can't like physically fix every single issue in their life even though that's what you want to do yeah no that was very spot on and then to add another layer in it he has a capricorn venus so yeah that's a tough one it is a tough one but we make it work yeah the thing that i like about that is like there's a sense of balance Mm -hmm. so you both have to be open and understanding of oh because they're sister signs yes the balance that you both bring to the table amazing i know I love it. But one thing that I will say about my cancer friends, because it, despite me being mean sometimes, maybe on purpose, maybe not. I feel like it's tough love for the most part. It's tough love. That's what it is. Character building moments. <laughs> I just think they're really good, loyal, and devoted friends. One of my cancer friends, Jessica, when I was new to the area and pregnant, my coworkers did not throw me a baby shower. Jessica threw me a baby shower in her home made it themed and everything and I feel like that's like a very positive trait about a cancer is they do have that loyalty and once you're in their circle you're in for life Mm -hmm. and they're able to form like deep emotional connections with people and go the extra mile to show people that they care about them and they value them so that's just something that I've noticed about not just Jessica but a lot of like my close cancer friends that I have is they are loyal so I appreciate that I do too and then I do my best to rein myself in and not say mean things except when I'm hungry oh my goodness hangry yeah I gotta start keeping a protein bar on you or something so you don't this week has been crazy at work like I brought my computer home yesterday and I was working until seven because I knew this morning I wouldn't be able to do my actual job because we were helping with a change of command event. And so I, it's just been, I wouldn't say stressful, it's just been a frenzy. And whenever there's a frenzy and I see someone that looks like they don't know what's going on, it really bothers me because I'm like, move with a quickness, come on, come on. Like when people are standing there, what do we do? Ask. Ask what you need to do. Make yourself useful. But again, it's just because we're in a very busy season and like I value efficiency and if things are not efficient, that's, you know what, I just figured out why I've been crabby 
in cancer season. <laughs> People aren't moving fast enough for me. It's because they're sidestepping. They're sidestepping. <laughs> Face the front. But that's all I have for cancer season, Kimmy. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? Mm, no. Actually, maybe a little bit. Okay, okay. I, I think they get a lot of hate for being overly emotional, but I also think they're a really underrated sign, and they're a good, a good sign to have close in your life. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very dependable. And I'm grateful for the cancer friends in my life. Not a pick between a cancer really I'm, I'm kidding. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> Gosh. But yes, I do love cancers. Yes. I feel like I don't have a lot of close cancers though. Like Sophie's my closest cancer friend. The rest are just like friendly. Yeah, but friendly. Like, yeah. Yeah. People you haven't been to their house. <laughs> that's how I classify my friends. Have I been to your house? I think that's a good Because it's like a layer of intimacy. They're letting you into their home. Right. Like Rochelle. What she said to, what's her name? The crackhead. Yeah. <laughs> you can't call her that. Now you're going to get sued for defamation. Oh, shoot. I didn't say her name. I called okay. her the crackhead. But yeah, she that, that was one thing that she brought up. And Rochelle is a cancer. Mm-hmm. She was saying that she thought that Nicole was her friend because she invited Nicole over to her Friendsgiving and she doesn't invite people that aren't You're her right. friends. right, that's what it was. I thought that she was talking about like how they she hasn't been to Nicole's house. I think that is true, but Chriselle's invited her, invite her to Friendsgiving because she thought that they were friends and clearly they were not. I love Chriselle. I'm team Chriselle all the way, even if she doesn't sell real estate anymore. Even if she's a little toxic. She's a cancer. Cancer Leo cusp. I I honestly do think that cancers do have a little bit of toxicity in them. Because I do. I've seen it in several friends. Just a little bit. Just a little hint. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Okay, that's all we have for cancer season. I hope you guys really liked this part two of our hot astro summer. And let us know what you think of our episode definitely share it with a friend share it on your social media it really helps us to get our podcast out there but remember real friends share their birth times okay bye